Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect This year's rookie class, whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We did it. We made it. Hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Once again, another awesome studio audience here joining us. They get up early, and they come in ready to go, fired up. We even have some fans of Fritzy who are in the audience. What do you mean you even have some fans of like that's a Well, after thing. yesterday's performance where you were doing stand-up to the audience, and we weren't sure if they would be coming back, but some did. They're back, and they want to have more comedy from you God today. God bless them. God yeah. bless uh, Fritzy had a uh, late-night mishap in his uh, hotel room, so he's playing hurt today. If you'd like to let everybody know what happened at around 2 o'clock this yeah, morning. I think it was 1.57 a.m. I had to use the restroom, and I got up, and it's all pitch black in there, and I could have pressed the nice button that opens the drapes, and you could see the big light of the sphere to have a little light in the room. And I don't know what that little couch is. Is that where you, like, you tie your sneakers? There's like a little thing at the f- foot of the bed. I don't know what fancy name that is, but it's like a long little seat. Bench. Bench? It's a bench? <laughs> so in my, haste to, in my haste to get to where I needed to go, I forgot there was like Your this little haste. bench there. I, yeah, I had to get there quickly. Okay. And I come around the bend, and I totally forgot that there's this thing there, and I misjudged where I was. And I just banged my knee right into the thing, and I I took air. Basically, <laughs> I went. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm trying not to be too dramatic, but I went flying up in the air where I, like I thought I was. Flying. And I have, a, I have a nice cut under my left knee, and both knees just landed. Take on this off thing. your pants and let's see. I have a thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm I know, but I, but I do have a thing here. Look, look at this horrible. Oh thing. no. I have a horrible and, gash. And, and somehow, when you fell last night, it removed all your leg hair. That's it. I don't know why I can't grow leg hair. 
But I don't know if I need stitches or whatever. I was going to call down to the lobby to see if they have someone like a You medic. don't shave your legs, do you? I don't. Okay. I'm like a hairless okay. cat. It's weird. Right. He looks like a chihuahua. <laughs> All my hair is like on my shoulders and like my ears and back. It's just strange. And I have nothing, none of my Take hair. off your shirt. Let me see. Have you, you seen this cut, though? Yeah, no, I got it. Oh, my God. It was incredible. Bleeding. Incredible. How about a round of applause for Fritzy Show? Uh, without hair Legend. Yeah. I'm not really sure why we care so much about Todd's hairless legs. Like, Paul if does. he pulled that up, would you be like, oh, good, lots of hair? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know why we like. Paulie's infatuated with oh, his body. I prefer much hairier legs. Yeah, he's a curious person. Uh, I I think John Mayer was less interested in whoever he wrote. Your body is a wonderland. It's than nice hairy wonderland. Yes. Mm. yes. Oh Todd, they look oh, good. Oh Todd, hi. Those look good, Todd. Yes, Paul. We should talk about Super Bowl legends, Dan. Like Jack Youngblood, didn't he play with a broken leg? Broken leg. leg Terrell Owens. Owens. Yeah. Todd Fritz. Todd. Yeah. Incredible. Great. This is about an inch and a half cut under my left knee. Yeah. You're downplaying. Thank you, Todd. The wound. <laughs> Uh, Cam Newton's going to join us here. Um, Speaking of hairy legs. Brent Musburger. <laughs> Mr. Vegas, Brent Musburger. And Speaking of great chest hair. Hello, friends. Jim Nance Whoa. is going to join us. Okay. Okay. Now, we're going to do the Tony Romo impersonation one time to Jim Nance. I don't know if we should do that, Dan. <laughs> I'm going to play the role of Jim Nance, and then I'm going to do this to Jim Nance. I think one time should be good because we do it on the show, and I don't want to not do it if Jim's here in front of us. So if I go, <laughs> so, no, I think we should do it. And, you know, it's like when Paulie did his Andrew Luck impersonation in front of Andrew Luck. Oh, that was a good time. <laughs> Yeah. Fritzy did his uh, Shannon Sharp impersonation. I can't you made me that was do terrible. That. <laughs> that was terrible. I didn't Bronco go win the Super Bowl. I didn't Bronco. Okay. That was terrible. So, but <laughs> I couldn't believe you put me on the spot. We didn't discuss this before the show at all. You said, you know what would be fun if you did Shannon? Then I would have said, no way. He's got huge arms. He looks like he can still play or kill me. Good yes. Bronco. And it's not a positive, you know, thing that I did. It's just kind of making fun of this uh, whatever. It's not, it's, it's not something he could possibly enjoy me in person. Okay. Well, I, look, I apologize for that one. Yeah, maybe I pushed it. What about Von Miller? Von Miller, he won't be an MVP. Von Miller, he may go sack. He won't sack him. Von Miller, go sack him. No, no. Now you're doing it. Okay, I just apologize. And then you Shannon Chap is like right there next to you, and he's looking at me, and I'm doing that. That can't be a good thing. Dude's cashing it. monster checks though now, yeah, he's so he couldn't okay. care less. He's, he's doing like, okay. I still feel okay. Go ahead, make fun he's of me. He's doing okay. It was rude. All right, rude so so Jim Nance a little bit later on, and then I'll play the role of Jim Nance, and then Seton is uh, Tony Romo. Yeah. So when I go, uh, you know, coming up next, except on the West Coast, sixty minutes, followed by the Equalizer and Young Sheldon. Tony, third and eight. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> I think they're going to run in here, Jim. Maybe they'll throw it. I don't know. Don't freeze up when we have Jim Nance on, okay? I know, I know. I know. Okay, all right. Yeah, Paul. The good news is you guys have two and a half hours for you to work it up in your heads. <laughs> all right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Uh, Tyler's standing by to take your phone calls. Uh, we'll try to squeeze some of those in. As, good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app and our radio affiliates around the country. The Niners and Chiefs wrap up their uh, media days and uh, their requirements there shut down for the rest of the week. I think the uh, head coaches will probably have a final press conference today. But for the most part, these guys are seasoned veterans when it comes to not saying anything. Everybody is throwing out verbal bouquets. You know, Travis Kelsey, uh, who do you think's the best tight end? Or who's better than you and George Kittle? All George Kittle is. And everybody's saying what you want them to say. 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes, hey, how do you feel being a villain? I can be a villain if you want me to be a villain. I think the only news might be that Andy Reid said he's not retiring anytime soon. Now, he might, he's not going to say, you know what, if we win, I'm retiring. But, of course, you're going to say this. Um, you know, maybe t- you know, Andy walks off after this. But uh, if I had Patrick Mahomes, I would hold on for dear life. I'd coach as long as uh, he was going to play at a high level. By the way, DraftKings sends me uh, prop bets a lot of times every morning. Uh, will the game end in a game-winning walk-off field goal? Uh, yes, plus 800, which I thought maybe you would get better odds than that. Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Yes, plus 4,000. We have our gambling podcast tomorrow from here in Las Vegas. Shay and Irving is going to join us. Dylan the graphics guy and Bad Larry as well. Also, the uh, situation with the Chicago Bears, they're on the clock. DraftKings has the following question. Which team will Justin Fields take his first snap with next season? Starting the season. Marvin, I'm going to go... To you, DraftKings says this team has the best odds of having Justin Fields be their starting quarterback in 2024. The Atlanta Falcons. Todd. The Chicago Bears. Bloop, bloop, bloop. So that's interesting. It's Bears, Falcons, Raiders. Mm. <laughs> Raiders. A low mer- rumble. <laughs> Seahawks. That's rude. Broncos. Okay. So the Bears on the clock expected to take Caleb Williams, but DraftKings says the team right now with the best odds is uh, the Chicago Bears. All right, poll question today. What do you have for us, Seton O'Connor? Uh, hold on one second. By the way, gift bags. All of our in-studio guests, a gift bag courtesy of Keeper's Heart. I was out with the Keeper's Heart Irish Whiskey guys. You know when you're out with guys who, you know, they make liquor and they drink liquor for a living? It's not, you know, you can't ease into a, hey, let's go out. (laughs) The next thing you know, you're like four deep and you're like, I got a show tomorrow, you know? I'll start with the water. Yeah. Uh, Good Ranchers. We got a chance to spend a lot of time with them. A round of applause for the meat that we got with Good Ranchers. Holy cow. Yeah. No no pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did with that. Blue, blue. That was accident. I'll take the blue. Uh, Miller Lite. By the way, you know, we started the night with Miller Lite. The original Louisiana brand hot sauce. King's Hawaiian. Nice buns. And uh, Traeger Grills. Uh, we spent some time with the Traeger folks last night. Uh, yes, Pauline? We may have the only show where you can consume all our sponsors in one <laughs> sitting. Correct. Last night, I'm, I'm not kidding. Think about it. Yesterday, we we ingested all our sponsors. Yesterday. Well, not th- their products. Their products. Yes, yes, yes. I ingest them into my soul. Damn. Yes, of course you do. Uh, Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This first hour brought to you by Tire Rack. We did not ingest any Tire Rack not last night. No, 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 we, we did not. I can confirm that. TireRack.com, the official tire expert of the Dan Patrick Show, the easy to use tire decision guide, and you can uh, see the full lineup of Goodyear tires and uh, special offers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, Seaton, I uh, stalled long is, enough for you to give us a poll question. Yes, you did. Uh, is Mike Rabel's size keeping him from getting a job? Oh, boy. Yes or no? Okay, hold on here. Okay. <laughs> now, this is. Diana Rossini has done a wonderful job as an insider. She used to be at ESPN. And she, she talked about a GM who, I guess, told her that Mike Vrabel's size was 
a reason why he might not have gotten hired. Here is here's Diana Russini talking about that. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to, to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I left. I said, stop, that, that's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been, I've been in rooms. And, and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. Okay. That's Diana Rossini, the athletic football show. Yes, Paul. I think we all, I speak for all of us when we heard this story, we're like, I understand what she's saying. I believe her report, of course. But I can't imagine how Mike Vrabel, looking like a football player still, would be at all a negative to hire a football coach. I would think it would be the complete opposite. Like a guy who looked like me, who looked unathletic and never played the game, I think it would be tougher for someone like that to get a head coaching job. I don't understand the concept behind this. You know, if you have somebody who thinks that, I don't want to work for somebody who thinks that. Like, wait, I scare you? Like, it is football. Dan Campbell, I'm sure, did he scare people? When he came in, that seemed to work out pretty well. I mean, do you want Mike McDaniel, where you have somebody who looks like he's an analytics guy coming in? He's on your sideline. Oh, he doesn't look like a football coach. Like, when you get into these, you know, labeling, uh, kind of putting somebody, you know, in a corner going, you know, I don't like the way you look or how tall or how old or all these things. Like, that's where you out outsmart yourself. And somebody's saying, hey, I don't want Mike Brable because I just want to know, can you coach? Hey, I'll lose 30 pounds. Can I get the job now? I mean, what are we talking about here? He's an, he's an accomplished coach. I don't understand that. That you have one GM who would even say that? Yes, Mark. And it's not like he hasn't proven he's a good head coach before. So it's not like, oh, you know, we're trying to see if he's, he's a good coach. And on top of that, you look like somebody who played football. We don't want you as our head football coach. Yeah. How stupid does that sound? Yes, he. I don't know how much he has proved, though, that he's... I think he proved that he's worth a look, but I don't know if he's proved necessarily that he's like, oh, he's a sure thing, really good head coach. Has he? Uh, okay, if you said I can have Mike Vrabel or Dan Quinn, who's proven more? Mike Vrabel. Dan Quinn, you know, what's he done? Yes, Paul. He's gone to the Super Bowl. The one he thing, did go dude, to the I Super mean, that, Bowl. That's yeah, something yeah. worth uh, Mike Vrabel hasn't gotten there. He, you know? he, he did go. He, a, the, he had, they had the league MVP at quarterback. You're right. He should just discuss the first three quarters of that Super Bowl and see if they didn't <laughs> miss the last one. Right. I mean, yeah. him getting to that Super Bowl and then the way he coached in that Super Bowl okay. may actually be a negative. All right. That's All right. fair. Okay. Yes. Todd? I think he should get another head coaching job because he's ready, willing, and... Vrabel. Vrabel. Thank oh, you, Vrabel. Okay. okay. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> oh, courtesy applause. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take uh, it where I can go. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. Oh, <laughs> I, I can always tell when it's a big wind-up with Todd when he'll go red and like he'll look at you ready, willing, and brave. Because for a moment we're like on a game show, we're like we're, we're working together, like twenty-five thousand dollar pyramid or something, or password or whatever yeah, that was. That's fun. Yeah. Password plus. It's whatever. a game show. We're all losing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's he. true. Todd's enthusiasm, though, is 
Just one, probably one of his best. Like he's re- he's willing to get back up on that bicycle, no matter how many times he's fallen off it and been like, "I think I got a good one here." Are you ready for this? Well, he fell last and, uh, night. I just think it's the best. Yeah, it's one of his best qualities. Yeah, I think I need stitches, but that's I don't want to get into that. No, you might need a brace. Yeah, some kind of. I will say though, he's not the only person who's tripped over that damn thing every single night that he's been here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful couch thing. It really is. But at two in the morning, when you can't see where you're going, you know, yeah, an I, injury. Mm-hmm. Yes, Paul. What if they came up with hotels, a thing called the bathroom light, and when it senses you standing up, because if you stand up and it senses you standing up, the whole room gets like a, a light, uh, light, just, light, a, light, like glow. a light, light, like a soft light for the entire room, and it, it activates when you stand up. I will say I do love the light controls in the room, though, where yes. I'll be like, oh, I think I'm going to go. I only want the this one on. I only want that one on. I've done the drapes and the shirts oh. 10,000 times yes. just laying in my room. And, you know, eh, maybe I want them half open. It's, it's like you, yeah. you bring your family into a hotel room yeah. and the seven-year-old is playing with the drapes just back and forth, back yeah. and forth. 100%. That was my first 12 hours yeah, here. Yeah, you just, you just press it and the drapes yeah. open. Fascinating. Yeah, maybe I want the shears closed with the drapes open. Sure, why yeah. not? And then the uh, the lighting you can have low lighting yeah. mood lighting hello just bedside thank yeah you. bedside manner yeah moonlighting yeah oh deep voice Danny here yeah okay yeah not joking today man not here today yeah. lighting was a great show yeah um, right up until they hooked up do you you're all right the chemistry you're, all the chemistry you're right all the tension in the show you was need, gone you needed sexual tension you you needed. We're dating ourselves a little bit, but yeah, this was what the Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd, and right. they were in a show. Are they gonna? Are they gonna? What's going on? Yeah, and then they got together at the very end, and, and then like, it oh. ruined the show. Yeah. Well, all right. See you next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For more recent fans, you could say like when Pam and Jim were not yet together on The Office. That was the running part of the show for yeah. four seasons. They weren't together yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that helped the show. Yeah. Yeah. Tension. That's what you want. Nobody breaks down my, the like us. My entire high school career was about sexual tension. There, it was always, man, if you ever get with that girl, I never did, but there was always that tension. That <laughs> Just was on there. one side, though, was it one-sided tension? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Like I think that's called desperation. Yes. Not... <laughs> that's a different kind of hey, show. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been. I, I, I wouldn't have dated me. Like that's where you look back and you go, "What was I thinking?" Like it's sad. But in the moment, like you think you look pretty good. Like right now, do you guys think you look decent? Right decent. now. Right now. Boy, decent's a fair word. Like, yeah. Do you look? Whoa! There's a. There's somebody said yeah. Hey now. Yeah. Marvin, do you think you look pretty good? Yeah, I think my skin's looking a little bit better because money's the best lotion. Preach on it. Cam Newton's be so jealous of that line. <laughs> Cam, Cam's going to use that line. Money you know what? I best. think we make a T-shirt out of that. Money is the best lotion there. Big like cat. Mar- like Marvin looks so great. Yeah. Todd, do you think Ready you... lotion look- is the best lotion. That's do you... The best <laughs> do you- <laughs> Go ahead. You're do, you- do you think you look good? I think I look better than the ranking you guys gave me a few weeks ago when I was like a two or a three. I thought that was horribly <laughs> mean and unfair. I think maybe I got a five. Oh, that, that's not the question. I, I, just, I think I, I'm a handsome guy. I thought I look good. Yeah, sure. You think you look good? I do. Right. I could lose 25 pounds, but outside of that, I think right. I'm a good-looking guy. Seton, what about you? Do yeah. you think you look pretty good? No. No, I think I've probably looked better, but I'm on the road to looking better, I think. The road to yes, looking I better? Yes, I think. I think. Okay. But no, no, I've definitely looked better. Well, what about you, Paulie? I think Seton's downplaying. He's down about 15, and the hair is, he hasn't lost yeah, a one. But he was boy band cute when he was younger. I was, he he yeah. could pass for 32 years old. That's a good thing. 
Yeah, like a like a weathered thirty. Yeah, like there, a, there's a lot of hard living <laughs> that has taken true. place over the last that's fifteen true. years from, here. That's from twenty feet away. I'm trying like to undo. A, yeah. With Paulie's bad eye, you look pretty good. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah Paulie, yeah, do you th- how do you think you look? Uh, I, I would love to have a little more hair. Uh, I'm okay with where it is. It's a slow retreat. Um, <laughs> Can't do much about that. I would say. I think Chris Berman would be going back, back, yes. back, oh. back, back, back. I, I'm aware, uh. but it's it's what it is. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I'll, I'll preface for my age, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, all right. I, I Air think, quotes. Yeah, I, the older I get, I think the better I, I look because I didn't look good at all there for a long time. But see, so. you're talking about high school. Like in high school, I had long hair, rode a skateboard, and played the guitar. No, I was I, like, that's all the things that yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was working yes, well. Yes, Todd. But to speak to Seton's handsomeness and fitness, we ran into each other at the uh, gym at the hotel. And while I thought I was doing something with my incline of like 1.5 and going very slow, I looked around the bend. His incline was like... Nine ten, and he was going, and he was really doing his thing. God bless him. That's why he, he's dropped weight, and I'm, you know, having peanut M and M's at two in the morning, making me run to the bathroom and get a cut on my knee. Smashing your knee. All right, are you done? <laughs> I'm done. All right, because Cam Newton's ready, isn't he? Speaking about a fellow right. who looks good. Yes, he does. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a handsome. Yeah, fella. sometimes it's not fair. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me take a break. Anywho, we'll come back. Uh, this, I, are we covering the Super Bowl today? We're gonna maybe. get around to it. All maybe. right, maybe. All right. Uh, We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. When it comes to streaming live sports on Peacock, there's no off-season. Big Ten basketball, the Premier League, PGA Tour, and, of course, the Dan Patrick Show. See the biggest games, best players, and the moments you can't miss live on Peacock. I think all of us together couldn't tackle our next guest, but I'd like to try. He's a former MVP. Now he has a uh, great show. It's Cam's YouTube channel. It's called Fourth and One. Say hello to the former NFL MVP, Cam Newton. (laughs) Can we get a shot of the back of the shirt? Game changer, game manager. That's fantastic. I like that. All right. Might as well. There you go. Yeah. Game changer, game manager. How much do you spend on clothes each year? Uh, I thrift. You do? I'm a avid thrift shopper. I like that. I uh, figured out a long time ago I've made a lot of people money, and I only wear it once, so I figured... If I just take that same metrics and, and spend cheaper coin on it, okay. I won't feel so bad. But plus, when you wear it, certain people, when they wear something, it just looks better. Ooh. So people will think you spent a lot of money, and you you probably didn't. You just kind of no. piece it all together. Almost all this was given outside of the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the last time I think you were with us, this was uh, Arizona. And uh, you look at that picture, I uh, think we have you here. Look at that kid. Yeah. Look at that. Look at clean cut. Who is it? Like, are That's you... a guy you could take home to mom. <laughs> you could. <laughs> it's like picture day. Yeah. What about this guy, though? Take him home to your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever want to act? Uh, no, sir. I-, I think behind the scenes... I had more enjoyment in, in kind of doing, um, but the level of commitment, and my girlfriend, she's an actor, so it's like I see what she does, and I'm like, nah, that's not me. There's so much downtime on a movie set, right? and because I've done a lot of Sandler movies, and you're there, and then you wait. You could wait six, seven hours. For sure. 
and then you do 60 to 90 seconds on camera, and then your day is done. Mm. Couldn't do it. Too boring. Yeah, I can say the same. Yeah. And, but the call times <laughs> yeah. are, are what you're speaking on is, is a long time. But when you think about acting, not, it's not the acting per se, but reciting lines is kind of similar to what quarterbacks do anyway. When you get a playbook, you have to be able to recite it very eccentric and, and to the T. You, you got to memorize. You have to memorize it, right? So it's kind of similar, but not, you're not acting, you know, but uh, you have to recite lines. But have you acted when you played to try to draw, you know, a penalty? <laughs> like a flop? Every now and then, no, you know? No, you never flopped? You never, like... Screamed like in agony when you really a couple times. Okay, a how, how does that sound though? Man, listen, it's a, it's a game inside the game. You got to play the game. Okay, but if I'm official and you get hit, ah, ah, murder. No, that that's too much. Huh? That's too much. No, it's not enough. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not enough. I would always tease the guys, you know, in the quarterback uh, room. Anytime I got close to the sideline, and anybody touched me, ball going aware, <laughs> everything, just hands up, whatever. But, yeah. Eight years ago today, remember what you were doing? Mm, think so. I want to forget it, but okay. it's still there. How about before the game, that feeling of you're going to play in a Super Bowl? Right. What was it like? I just remember it, me being emotionally tired. It was so much that it's twice the media, twice the coverage, and I just kept thinking to myself, well, I just went to the podium the day before. Why do I got to go back? Also, the behind the scenes was making sure your family's here to, oh, to yeah. take on this moment. That's draining, too. Um, social media was a dynamic as this is now, and everywhere you look, that's the talk of the town. You can't go anywhere. Um, Plus, you were in a smaller market in Carolina. Then you go to the Super Bowl where everybody's at the Super Bowl. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But I just remember just being mentally drained, you know, over that whole week span. And really, it's like two weeks, too, because, you know, you practice. Well, in Carolina, we was practicing that whole week. The excitement of everything. And then by the time you play the game, that's just... Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Okay. When did you know you were in trouble in that Super Bowl? I never thought that we were in trouble. I just figured, because during that year, we just found ways to win. And I just figured that we were going to find a way to win. It wasn't pretty. We didn't have a lot of pretty games. But, you know, with, with the defense that we did have, with the offensive veterans that we did have, I just felt like we were going to yearn our way to, to a win, and it didn't happen. What advice would you give Brock Purdy this week? <laughs> I would tell him, uh, silence the noise. And just do what he's been doing. I think we have to stop this narrative that I do not like Brock Purdy. That's not the case. I'm a fan of Brock Purdy, right? And what he's been able to do has been wowing from a fan as well as a person who's played this game. But... I just call it how I see it, and I think what he's been able to do 
with getting guys the football has been something that we've seen um, a lot of people do, but not at this level. Okay, but you're doing your job, but then you could understand how it would feel on his end or other people listening that you're, you're assessing his, his talent or skill set. But he might view it if, if, if it's, you know, he's the 10th best player on his team. He is. Okay. And that's not a, that's not a, that's just the truth. We have to normalize the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's where we're having a problem with digesting in sports, in media, and everything. It's, it's the truth. I, I, it, it, but my a lot of athletes don't tell the truth. Correct. Because they're, you know, it's like a brotherhood here. That quarterback and quarterbacks, we don't criticize each other. That's not, I'm not criticizing him. But it can come across that way. It could from an from a untamed ear. Okay. Like you would hear that and you'd be like, oh, Kim's bitter. No, it's, no, it's not. When you look at the, the 49ers rosters, that, that uh, assessment was garnered from people saying, Kim can't be serious. Brock Parity is a game changer. And that's what I'm saying to myself. I'm like, yo, to be successful, you don't always have to be a game changer, right? So that's, that kind of transitioned into another stint where I said, hey, in order to be a game changer, you have to be the top tier of your team, right? Now, when I analyze the roster and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Fred Warner, Trent Wood, Debo, George Kittle. <laughs> C Mac, you know, you that's a lot of guys, but that's not to discredit what Brock has been able to do. And I think having platforms, people take sound bites, and this is a whole oh, sure. media is full of sound bites. Yes. And, uh, and the narrative has always been Cam's just mad that Brock is doing something. I want Brock to win. Like I said on my show, I don't think the world is ready for Taylor Swift to garner a Super Bowl. <laughs> what would that look like, right? Man. And 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 even even still then it's like, yo, I love Travis Kelsey. This is good for sports. This matchup is great for sports, right? So <laughs> I'm gonna have my popcorn ready. Okay, but game manager, maybe if we changed it to game commander, game CEO. <laughs> Game manager, I think. Now, okay, help me understand this. Okay. Tom Brady, game manager? Yes, okay. elite. And that's what I said. To me, it's a compliment if you know how to call a game. See, see, it's like tears, right? And I think this game has only, ha have on has only seen four to potentially five game changers in the 2023-2024 season, right. right? Aaron Rodgers. Um... Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Okay. Right? That's five. Okay. So let's look at it through this lens. Game changer is at the top sphere of talent. Are you saying Brock Parity is in that realm? No. Okay. So going back to my first thought was like, like we have to normalize the truth. I'm not, this is not coming from malice. This is not coming from hatred. Yeah. This is not coming from, there's times where I've said, I've held myself to that same standard. I did not play my best football when I was forced to try to just be a game changer. No, Cam, just be a game manager. C-Mac is wide open. Hey, Greg Olson is wide open. DJ Moore, Steve Smith, these guys are wide. Just get them the ball. I was not able to do that. 
So the great ones have that ability to say, okay, the game is dictating me to manage the game. Okay, now when everything is covered, now I have to take it upon myself to impact the game. And that's what the game changers do, too. Um, are you a Hall of Famer? You asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming again. I, maybe I didn't get the answer I wanted last time. No, maybe you're trying to just get some clickbait. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know this. That's the media. I know this. That's the media. I just admire you. you. Too. Listen, listen. I, I admire you so much, and I, I I remember having this conversation. And when you when you press that red button, thank you, Cam Bloom, and I just talked to my team, and I said, Oh my God, I just went to a school for media for dummies. Because it was just so concise. There was never like this moment of, it was always like you got a, you had a bullet in the chamber. Bam, bam, bam. And I said, I got I to gotta get my reps up. I got to, yeah. you know. So Dan Patrick, appreciate you. To your, quest, to your question, uh, I, still this, I don't care. I, I, I think I, what I've been able to do to this game, my presence was felt. And... Subjective opinions doesn't necessarily matter to me, and that's what really it comes down to. But you don't think you're going to look at quarterbacks going in who played when you played and then go, man, I'm as good as him. Well, there's some quarterbacks that's still playing that I have that stain. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what are their names again? <laughs> yeah, Lee, right? Yeah. Oh, you just love it, but uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, just here's, uh, a soundbite. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think. Uh, what do you do better than Patrick Mahomes? Humbly, nothing. And and, and you I'm run okay. better. Yeah, but they don't even. <laughs> you remember when Patrick messed his knee up? Yeah, doing a quarterback sneak. Yeah, have we ever seen him do it? Any of uh, just imagine a tush push with Patrick Mahomes. No. Andy Reid. Hey. No. It would be so many people calling for his head. <laughs> right? No, he I don't want he, that. He doesn't need to do that. I think I've seen him enough to know that they have this very strategic thing where they shift the uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey, and he will yeah. do the quarterback sneak, right? We've yeah. seen that, right? So and he's a former quarterback. He is. In college. And he's got the. Sports world in his palms right now. Yeah. But do you envy Travis Kelsey? No. <laughs> Man, dear United States of America, <laughs> I would like to say, I, I don't just say one love for a re I love people. Like, I went to school, I got my degree in sociology, the study of. Like, okay. I know why people, I'm so enamored of this evolving or this evolution of who Dan Patrick, that's what I enjoy most, right? Going back, the ESPN, pre-ESP, like all that, just to kind of see how you got to this point. So for me to have any hatred or envy to a person, no, I'm just, it's just me trying to say, like, let's normalize truth. I can't imagine dating maybe the most famous, one of the most oh. famous people on the planet. Right? I mean, like, you know, when Janet Jackson was at her peak and you're dating her while you're playing football. Wait, did you date Janet Jackson while you... Who, me? Yeah. 
You reach okay, Cam. Y'all gotta stop this. Y'all gotta stop this. No, no, I did not. Did you date somebody famous while you were playing? Uh, could I? No, I no, I know you could. Yes. Did of you? Of course you could. Of course. No. <laughs> no. No. Everything should not be uh, documented. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, I just didn't know if you, you dated somebody well, famous. I, I believe. Answer this question, Mr. Patrick. All righty. You're going to put me on the spot here. When you talk about the relationship of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. do you consider Taylor Swift Travis's girlfriend or is Travis Taylor's boyfriend? Travis is Taylor's boyfriend. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. Travis is Taylor's boyfriend. Okay. So Taylor Swift is the dominant personality uh i don't know if the dominant personality but well that's more what wide no when, when you say that yeah like when madonna dated somebody it was madonna dating somebody correct right now tom brady with giselle that was equal footing it's never equal it's pretty close it's never equal it's pretty close as you've married yeah you know there's times where you have to be 60 40 30 70 yeah. 20 80 90 10 yeah but 50 50 <laughs> I strive for 5149. 51 for good numbers. Sometimes it's 28 to 3, and then I'm trying to come back. And, Damn. And I, come on, DP. I didn't, I didn't mention the score in the Super Bowl against the Broncos. That's cool. Yeah, I could have done that. You could have. would have been honest. That would have been. And I, had to, I would have had to accept it, right? Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the live crowd, too. Yeah. Elvis. And, and once again, yeah, Auburn, Weagle Weagle. If I can help you with, you know, thoughts on your career and how to make yourself better, I'll be more than happy to. Man, help. listen, I am, I think sports as a whole, media as a whole is in this revolutionary time frame with this golden era of athlete generated content. I say that every, every time I have a platform to say it. Yeah. The ones that get it, they get it. The ones that don't, they just don't. And I'm in the forefront to say, I don't think me being at ESPN will help me. I think, I don't think me being at Fox will help me. That's not that I'm opposed to those opportunities. I'm just saying, I'm a person who's, I would love to speak to you to say, like, what was the successes? Like, what's the state of media right now? What's sales, right? And I see your questions, but also it's a strategy behind certain things. And I I'm, think you're, what you're doing now makes more sense for you. Mm. I wouldn't put you at ESPN because it would dilute what you do. You got to make it original. You got to make it, you know, that people are going to get that instead of you're on seven shows. You don't want that. You want to stand alone. But I, last I, question for me. Oh, okay. What's your true thoughts about Cam Newton? I would, I would need more time to tell you that. I would need more time. But that's a Euro step out of that. <laughs> and I'm going to, you know what? The next time you're on, I would have went by Yama that one oh, and yeah. just got, get that shot out of here. This guy right here is a dean of all deans. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It's Cam Newton. By the way, it's fourth and one, and you can see more of it. It's the YouTube channel with Cam each and every Wednesday throughout the season. We'll take a break. We'll have Cam judge our uh, our passing form here coming up during the commercial break. Mm -hmm. And I, you'll be honest, of course, I know you will. We'll take a break. We're back after this.
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Where is it going to go? He gives it up to Newton in the far corner. Newton behind the screen of Klingon. Falls into the paint. Missed the shot. Rebound by Klingon. He put it in. And he's fouled. Oh, what a play. Klingon tipped it to himself and banked it home. How big was that? That's courtesy of Mike Crispino, Learfield Sports. UConn 13-0 at home this season. They won 17 straight dating back to last year. That's your play of the day brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. Help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. 
Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the location nearest you, ExpressPros.com. All right, so did we uh, settle on a poll question? By the way, Cam's great guest. Awesome. Awesome. Great awesome. Guest. Unbelievable. One of my favorites. A lot of, lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. He's a good dude. And greatest college football season ever. You think so? Man. I mean, it's close. The, the fact he's, that, in the, he's in the conversation. The fact that he went from Blinn Junior College and came to Auburn yeah. in that one year. Yeah. And look who he had. Like, he didn't have, like, Justin Jefferson and um, Jamar Chase like Joe Burrow did. And what he, he literally carried at, uh, Auburn. Okay. All right. Did you tell Cam that when he was here? Cam, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was Paul. like, Cam, look. I, I'm right? with Marvin on that. Transfer. He, you know, Tim Tebow had a ton of talent. Uh -huh. No, you wouldn't have done well. Remember with the Debo Samuel last year? I was just saying, right? Like, War yeah. Eagle, transfer. Like, that like, was bad. When oh, I, oh, that was awful. But that wouldn't have been as bad. It would have been fine. Oh, you right would have been fine with Cam. Because he wanted to talk. Oh, so Debo didn't want he to He didn't want to answer your questions. Oh, I know. If he didn't want to answer Dan Patrick's questions, <laughs> hey, Marvin's got a question. He's like, who's Marvin? That's why I went, Marvin, you got a question for Debo Samuel? I was, I was like, no, I don't. And I was like, yeah, so that one time, yeah. it was crazy when you played football. Yeah. You have a question, it's, hey, why don't you answer Dan's questions? That's my question He for answered you. by drinking water. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, saying, 49ers, young Marvin, middle school peewee. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, and, and I like to see, I always like to... And like, stuff yeah. and you guys look I like your uniforms and stuff and things and no, man, Marvin uh, was on the job for like two minutes. <laughs> like, here, talk to yeah. Debo. Oh yes, okay. Paul, yeah, I'm with Marvin. Uh when Cam Newton got to Auburn, they did not have a ton of talent. They were a decent team. He threw for thirty touchdowns at Auburn. He ran for fourteen hundred yards and another twenty touchdowns. Yeah, he yeah. could have won the Heisman at either position, basically. Oh, okay. Right. And they went back to being a good program when he left. Yeah. All right. One hour in the books, just like that. We got two more to go. A great audience here, by the way. Great audience at the Fountain Blue. Coming up, we'll talk to Mr. Vegas. Brent Musburger stops by and Jim Nance as well. Hope you'll stay with us. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.